Hey guys, welcome back to Monday Joy with Evie. Ah, guys, today I'm super excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> today I am co-hosting with the wonderful, the most amazing, the beautiful Zizi Gazitlamini. As applause right there. <laughs> thank you for having me once again. It was beautiful being a guest last time. And thank you for allowing me to join you once again as a co-host. I feel like I've just been promoted. You have, girl, you have. Like, like I enjoy your company. I enjoy you guys. I like, enjoy being here. I enjoy talking, basically. Really? Okay, alright. So let's get into it. So guys, today we're going to be talking about self-love and boundaries. Those two things. My weaknesses. I think everyone struggles with those. Just speaking from a female perspective, I can relate. Uh-huh. I am working through these things. So yeah, it's just... Yeah, those two things are, I think, an emotional trigger for most of us. Yeah. I would say... I wouldn't say I'm very strong in that category, but I'm not weak, but I'm getting there. Work in progress. Like, work in progress. Yes, girl. One step at a time. One step at a time. So, Z, what is self-love for you? That seems like such a heavy question, <laughs> but um, self-love in the recent past I've discovered for me is it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle I'm trying to establish for myself. Um, it's more than just like a, a once a week ritual. It's, it's more than just a once a week um, practice whereby you put on your face masks and uh-huh. you know, it's an, it's more than just an outer body experience. Yeah, like yeah. Self-love is really, truly um, a state of self-appreciation, uh-huh. thinking good about yourself, yeah. feeling good. Um, it's it, more than anything for me. I feel like it's a mental um, space in which I need to really grow and um, cultivate for myself. You know, thinking the best of myself, wanting the best for myself, thinking that I'm I'm deserving and worthy of those things. I think that is for me the true definition of self love, and it's a, it's an everyday thing. It's it's an habitual thing. It's a it's in the low habits that I'm really trying to establish to get myself in a better place. So yeah, that's for me is self love. For me, I would say, just to add on your definition, I think for me, self-love is having boundaries, like setting boundaries for yourself and other people. And uh, I would also say that uh, it means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness, like um, taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Because like we tend to like make other people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Hence, we are not comfortable in those spaces you understand and also i'd say for me self-love means not settling for less than i deserve mm. so basically like that's self-love for me having boundaries taking care of myself journaling things that like like yeah the simple things i think self-love also the word the word selfish comes to mind i think selfish uh-huh. is has a very negative connotation uh-huh. and i genuinely think self-love needs a bit of selfishness it, like it's just you being selfish yeah looking out for yours for yourself first and foremost given that um you're not you know you're not impeding anyone else and you're uh-huh. not you know um, overstepping anyone else and hurting them and Damn. Yeah. but yeah i think self-love also is a selfish thing it's a selfish act um yeah, because, I mean, I think the one thing I want to do away with, especially as a female, is modesty and sacrificing oneself yeah. for other people. So, definitely, self-love is selfish, and I don't think that should be a bad thing. I also feel like figuring out self-love really looks like, like, it looks like for you as uh, an individual is an important part of your mental health. Definitely. Also. 
yeah self-love also needs a bit of self-love is such a broad thing i feel like self-love also needs self-esteem and that's yeah, the one true. thing i never thought you know i needed it it felt like it was so silly like why do i have to think of myself in a certain way like i exist who cares as long as i'm mentally capable of doing yeah you know what i think about it or what i think about myself is irrelevant in the situation of things but actually in order to conquer things and to overcome and to become you know, yeah. in life yeah. you genuinely need a self-esteem and it all starts in the mind of what you think about yourself can True. you do what you want to do, do or need to do yeah um yeah so self-esteem is a lot of things self-esteem is selfish it's selfish it's like just you being look like you're watching out for yourself different. because self-love can like mean something different for each person because we all have many different ways to take care of ourselves mm. we and all have our different struggles true true so for you for you what does self-love mean what does self-love mean oh these questions are so deep <laughs> um what does self-love mean taking care of myself so that other people are taking care of as well i think as much as self-love i just define it as a selfish thing i think if i'm good everyone else around me is going to be good uh-huh. they're going to benefit from you know um, me being healthy healthy mentally and physically and otherwise you know uh-huh. so um yeah i think that's what it means that's what it is um it has a it's like a ripple effect yeah so definitely i think everyone needs to care and be self-aware yeah. when it comes to self-love and self-care and being and having a self-esteem. Yeah, such as like talking about yourself with love, being nice to yourself, forgiving yourself when you're not nice to yourself. I am my own worst critic. Exactly. You see, so like also like it can mean that like prioritizing yourself, being selfish just as we have been saying, like giving yourself a break from self-judgment. Literally. Because like uh, there's this one time I was like I wrote down, I was like, I forgive myself for every time that I felt bad putting my, like, putting, literally putting myself in a position where I shouldn't be feeling bad, but I pushed myself to feel bad, but by overthinking, you understand? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think there are things that we, as much as I want to develop, like, um, certain habits, um, there are things that we need to unlearn. I think, like, self-critiquing and, um, judging ourselves and uh-huh. being so hard on ourselves is a thing that we also need to unlearn because that is a habit that yeah, is something we developed and yeah so I definitely get what you're saying I, do, I definitely relate to for, judging yourself and also for me I would think like there's always a point where I feel like I just want to like shut off from social media and everything just like delete all my or deactivate all my social accounts and everything just stay out of the world and just take the time like maybe for like two months take the time to myself like discover my rediscover myself relearn like what what my day-to-day uh chores are like what to do to like meditate all those things you understand also Oh, you want to say something? No, I was just about to say that social media actually does play, I think, a, a huge role in terms of your self-worth. Yeah, as I was saying about social media, I think social media has definitely plays a role in, you know, making us feel insecure and making us feel less than. Um, you see so many people doing better than, or at least giving the perception um, or the perspective that they're doing better than and you know they have their lives together so definitely um social media should be a part of your self-care lifestyle at least you know once you know 
depending on your cycle, how often you feel bad about yourself and yeah. you have those episodes, I think you should really cleanse yourself of social media and, you know, what people put out there is not necessarily true and I think you need to cleanse yourself of not lies per se, I wouldn't say social media is a lie, mm-hmm. but definitely just, you know, taking a moment to recalibrate and go into yourself yeah um, instead of taking and consuming so much because like people you see what people allow you to see true nobody's gonna be voicing out or showing you um you know their mental breakdowns and doing the most um so yeah like i said i think we need to come back to ourselves and reevaluate what's important to us what do you want for yourself because i think if you know social media has a lot of influence yeah in terms of how we look how we think what we say, how we say things, True. you know, a lot of things trend, a lot of, and we end up, you know, saying things yeah. um, that we don't even necessarily know what they mean, um, let alone if we even mean them when we say them. So I think social media definitely should be a part of your self-care um, habits in terms of just cleansing yourself of it and staying yeah, off for a little bit of time. Time, just take time to yourself. That's literally, like, that's so great because, like, social media, like, it, ha- it, it, it does... A whole lot like it destroys your your confidence it destroys your 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 like i don't even i don't even know how to put it but then it just destroys you as a person because like you're forever comparing yourself to everyone like you never see the beauty in what you do but you want to compare like okay i saw z doing this i also want to do this i want to look i want to look like z and sometimes we even feed into the standard i think the fact that when we post on instagram we have the intention of you know putting our best foot forward i mean it's not yeah. bad thing i mean but i think we also contribute to it i mean yeah. The whole attitude of yo, I wanna Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so unnecessary. It's 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 really isn't unnecessary because if you look at it, are you genuinely happy? Like, are you? Are or you, you just trying to? Or you just trying to show people that you can be happy? You know how to pretend to be happy. Yeah. So I definitely agree with the social media like cleansing. So um, Z, mm-hmm. how and why? Do you practice self-love with the how? Um, okay, the how, like I said, it's a lifestyle thing. So I'm trying to develop like low habits. I mean, um, I, I have low manifestations and low mantras that I tell myself uh-huh. whenever I'm going through, you know, dark things. I, I tend to bite my tongue and stop myself whenever I'm about to critique myself. Like, in little things, whenever I'm choosing an outfit, or even when I am shopping, like, I'm always like, oh, that won't look good on me. But, you know, I'm trying my best to overcome those, you know, thoughts of mine that are self-doubting and that are not of the best opinion of myself. Um, what else do I do? Definitely um, spending more time on myself, spending more Mm-hmm. money on myself putting more effort towards myself because i'd like to believe that i do the most for other people yeah and true. whatever i do for other people i'd like to put the same energy into myself, myself. Yeah. so definitely it's a, it's a habitual thing i like to develop habits and yeah that just you know sustain me make me feel good not yeah. just for the moment but it's a it's an i want it to be an everyday thing mm-hmm. yeah and then you asked me how and why why, why? i just think life you'll go through life just my, a much happier person yeah true, i think definitely. one of my goals in life is genuinely to be happy it's not to i mean yeah i mean to have the best career to do this materialistically mm-hmm. but i think spiritually and mentally, soft life yeah girls see, who are all about soft life <laughs> see, i see all these things trending and honestly 
personally i genuinely want to be happy i want to be content mm-hmm. and i don't want to be content because there's nothing i can do about it there's that contentment that comes from sadness that comes from oh i look this way i have to accept it yeah no, i genuinely want to be happy and fulfilled i think with my life um whether it be the way I think and view myself, whether mm-hmm. it be the things that I've attained and achieved in my life, mm-hmm. and how I treat other people, how people feel about me, I know that comes across as or can come across as I I care what people think, mm-hmm. but I genuinely want to have an impact, a positive one on other people. Yeah, true. whether you you know me from afar or you know of me yeah. or you know me personally, yeah, that's just why I do it. Why I wanna you know take mm-hmm. care of myself. Don't you? girl you see why i love having you in this podcast <laughs> okay for me i would say like uh, uh being mindful hey like being mindful of yourself uh taking actions based on need on needs rather than wants uh practicing good self-care you know because like when you practice good self-care you will love yourself more when you take better care of your basic needs because mm. like yeah people who are high in self-love they nourish themselves daily through healthy activities like sound nutrition, exercise, proper sleep, intimacy, and healthy social interactions. So, in order for you to like literally get to a point where you like literally self love, I feel like it's literally you wanting to to be happy, to have a peace of mind, to li- literally have love for yourself, to to be gentle, to trust yourself enough to not destroy yourself from uh inside mm. i don't know if i'm making sense yeah I, I definitely i was i was watching not watching i was listening um to lizzo do some interview i think it was just recent for vogue mm-hmm. and she said something about they were asking her about like um body positivity mm-hmm. and she said why is body positivity such a thing yeah you know, it should be it should be the norm you know true, true, so true. i think I'd, I'd genuinely like to see self-love not a thing or not a thing that trends mm-hmm. or like the soft life trend okay, I'd, yeah. I'd really like it to become a norm mm-hmm. i'd like for us to as a society to unlearn the things of you know destroying ourselves from the inside from being our own worst critics i think it should be a norm like mm-hmm. self-love shouldn't be a topic of conversation yeah it should be something that we just are it's a state of being it's true it should just be yeah, that's definitely true because like i feel like we need to love ourselves loudly to a point where no one silences us through the process like i must be confident in what i say what i do and what i see myself in like like you should picture yourself in a positive way like don't like oh my goodness this i don't know why i'm feeling emotional (laughs) but yeah definitely when when it comes to these things it can be a touchy subject because like i said we all struggle with it um Uh i think the one thing i've i'm trying to do away with in terms of my self-love um you know lifestyle that i'm trying to establish for myself Uh is doing away with modesty i think modesty and not necessarily humility just modesty yeah i think modesty like kind of um what do i want to say it kind of suppresses you yeah it teaches you suppression it teaches you not to voice out things Uh that displease you Uh um so yeah i'd like for just speaking as one for women to do away with modesty yeah i think modesty um with modesty it's very hard to establish boundaries it's very yeah. it's very hard to draw 
the line in the steps in the sand because you're afraid all the time that you're going to be burning a bridge you're going to be hurting someone else's feeling mm-hmm. whereas yours don't matter in that process when yeah. you're thinking about someone else's feeling mm-hmm. so definitely trying to do away with modesty trying to do away with being shy and being you know um, trying to always please someone you and putting to, them to, first before to. my own you know satisfaction so definitely a thing that I would like to do away with yeah but all in all I feel like it take like it takes courage like it takes you being brave and literally standing tall and showing up for yourself like um it requires patience and deliberate thought but most importantly it means nothing if you are not true to yourself first because in order for you to be where you want to be you need to like believe it yourself you need to like claim it yourself you need to like speak it into existence because like if you don't believe it how am i going to believe it how am i going to see the bigger picture Mm. you understand so i personally feel like if i am not everything for myself first i will not be anything to anyone true like like i said i think self-love is um it's a it's a ripple effect um if i'm good everyone else around me is good if my mental state is is healthy if um if my phys- if my physical being is, is in good health, everyone else around me can benefit from it. Nobody is gonna be, you know, drinking from the same poison that I am. I'm not gonna be spewing toxicity. Wait, I can't say this word. <laughs> I'll be spewing toxicness. I, you know what I mean? People understood me. Um, but yeah, I think yes, self love is definitely a ripple effect. If you're good, everyone else is good. So okay, um, there's this other reading got about thingy that's if you don't mind reading it for us okay so uh this little passage says when we practice self-care we must also practice accountability all of us are humans who make mistakes and get things wrong in life but we are but we we must also be humans who are ethical enough to face our wrongs and confront the inner parts of ourselves that carry the same kind of evil and judgment that we are so desperately trying to dismantle on an interpersonal institutional and system and systemic level we must do the work to actively heal from our traumas while we examine and take responsibility for the ways in which we may have brought others harm from our good intentions Uh or the person we are used to being when we are operating from a state of ignorance so uh, I, from this passage that you have read, what I would like to ask you is that do you feel like there was a point in life where someone talked you out of self-love or self-care? Definitely. Ah, in so many situations. And not to make other people, you know, uh, the bad guy. I think, again, it comes from a place of ignorance themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, from your parents, you know, um, from being in a relationship with your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people when you when you want so much more for yourself than they can provide uh-huh. i think they try to not shut you down but they try to minimize and you know so that they can meet you halfway or so that they can hide from what they can't give you or what they lack you know uh-huh. in terms of that relationship definitely like i've had people all in my family tell me that you know from the little things like you uh-huh. spend too much money on yourself or, yeah, you know, or your partner thinking that you're a diva because you 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 love spoiling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it comes from everywhere. Like even the people you love, it's not because they don't love you, but you know, it's it's a it's a habit of theirs. They don't think, I guess, are good enough to do those things for themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think half the time, 
um, we want things from other people that we can't even give ourselves. Yeah, true. Think expectation. Mm. So yeah. I think, yeah, I've, to answer your question, instead <laughs> of you know going off on a tangent, definitely I've had people in my life, and I know it didn't come from an evil place, or you know they didn't love me or anything like that. But I think it's it's a it's a projection from themselves that I can't do what you're doing for yourself. Yeah, true. Ah, uh, I feel like I've had a whole lot of people who taught me out of self love and self care, because mm. like you'd find that um, I literally think like for me self-care is like drinking more water taking care of my skin eating right and everything so like every time when i am home i can't literally stick to that uh claim of me uh, taking care of my skin eating in like a certain kind of way because like they have their own plans at home so whenever i'm home i have to like change my diet and everything when in Rome do as the Romans <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so like I feel like um the whole situation that I get to when I'm home literally like shifted me away from self-care and everything to a point where when I came back this side I just felt like ah it really was useless like taking care of myself because like where are the results you understand yeah so like yeah I think I think that goes into like drawing yourself boundaries right I mean I don't think change of environment or change of circumstance should mm-hmm. um, you know change your routine of self care that's why I'm just like I think self care can you know be hindered by you know environmental things very easily if it is um, a practice thing if it is a it's not a it's not a lifestyle if it's a it's a once a week ritual yeah. it's very easy for it to like you know it diminishes the whole thing basically. Yeah, true. so I think that's why it should be a lifestyle thing if you're used to something, if it's a force of habits if it's ingrained in you mm-hmm. it's very hard for anything else to change that if you're at home I mean why stop exercising, why stop drinking water if you're, just because of your change of environment mm-hmm. if you still have access to those things I don't see why not I mean especially with your well, with your mental state and your well being mm-hmm. if you're in the habit of you know speaking a certain way that language shouldn't change just because now you're around a different group of people mm-hmm. who don't speak the same language as you. Teach them your language. Teach them your ways. Um, and be adamant about, you know, doing what you need to do. Yeah. So, about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Do you have boundaries? And uh, if yes, what are boundaries for you? Mm, girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, definitely, I didn't even, I don't even think that word existed in my vocabulary until, like, just recently. Uh-huh. Um, I was totally about making other people happy. I was, like, for me, my happiness came from seeing other people happy. Uh-huh. If my parents were pleased and were happy with me, I was happy. If my partner was happy, I was happy. I was just that person. I had no boundaries whatsoever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so just, you know, when you're growing up, like, especially now in our 20s, these are the things you... you think life puts you in situations to make you realize that you need certain things yeah i now realize i need boundaries you know um i'm still learning how to voice them and Uh how to articulate them because if you were to ask me what are my boundaries i i don't think i know what they are or what i want you know what i mean Uh uh but i definitely can point out what displeases me when it happens yeah but from the top of my head i don't think i have boundaries as yet i'm still learning how to articulate them what I like and what I don't like. So, yeah. Yeah. So you don't have boundaries, but you do have limits, right? Definitely. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you put it that way, I do. Um, but like I said, it's just, I think it's a it's a personality thing. 
you know, mm-hmm. you know um, seeing other people happy and you know pleasing them before myself mm-hmm. definitely just raises the flags that I don't have boundaries because I'm always about the other person. Mm-hmm. You're always about the other person. I think I am. I I think romantically in relationships I am. I think even with my family at home, mm-hmm. I yeah I don't know how to say no. I don't know how to how to you know disappoint mm-hmm. if I may say so. Just with the little things like you know even telling your parents that. Um, as old as I am, mm. like I still come home. I still have a curfew. <laughs> <laughs> How old like, are you, by the way? I'm 24. <laughs> but that's not the point. Like just, you know, getting. I know a lot of people have advised me to you know disappoint my parents and get them used to. Yeah, true. But even that, like, is, is a hard thing to do. Like setting boundaries for my parents, for myself. Yeah. True. So that they know that no, when I go out, I'm not coming back certain things like that so i'm learning them and i'm like you said i need that bravery but yeah, yeah. boundaries are a thing are a non-existent thing i don't even want to say i struggle with them so far it's a non-existent you know <laughs> like um thing in my life that's okay moving forward um since you don't have boundaries mm-hmm. and you do have limits I want to ask you this question it's not really aligned with boundaries and limits but i just want to ask you because like it just came to my mind how does walking in your power look like oh walking in your power mm-hmm. i think walking in your power is just being genuinely unapologetic standing in your truth mm-hmm. whether you know i want to put it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i think it's it's having a backbone walking in your power is having a backbone mm-hmm. and i think walking in your power is also being teachable mm-hmm. um yeah i think when you when you walk away from certain situations in terms of when you have to when you have conversations with other people mm-hmm. and they teach you something new or they make or you come to a realization i think walking in your power should also be um in the same effect of um I understand where you're coming from and you make a, a very valid point. I take that and I feel yeah. that. Because, I mean, walking your power could be misconstrued for being stubborn and being yeah, very, true. like, staunch in what you believe in. So, yeah, walking in your power for me is definitely having a backbone, standing in your truth, uh-huh. being teachable, learning, yeah, and true. unlearning certain things. Yeah, that's very true. Because, like, for me, I would say, like, it's taking ownership and apologizing when I have made a mistake. And uh, responding to other people's behaviors and not trying to control their person's behavior. Because, like, we tend to, like, expect people not to be um, offended when we are saying something very offensive. So, and also uh, saying no and not doing the emotional labor of helping people manage their feelings toward my boundaries. So, I would say that, for me, that is working in my power. You understand? So... Boundaries are very, like, if I say essential, would it make sense? Yeah, definitely boundaries are essential. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, boundaries, boundaries, oh gosh. Like, I just think about it and I, I, I don't know where to even start because I think the hardest thing about boundaries is establishing them. Yeah, true. It's making them known. It's like tuning into your feelings Mm. so that you must be able to, like, set boundaries. And... Okay, Z, would you like for those who don't understand boundaries? Would you like give certain example? Would you 
like into ng ingaba ama boundaries and into inga finally inga be ama boundaries like i don't know if i said okay no i understand what you're trying to say it's very bad i understand what you're trying to say i think i'm um, to explain boundaries to someone um how would i put it uh-huh. oh gosh this is difficult cuz like i said i don't have any but certain boundaries okay i think boundaries are um are also a personal responsibility yeah i think you need to also read a person's energy read a person's um you know energy and body language i don't know how to put it but i think you you need to know where your your line is when you approach someone you interact with someone know uh-huh. their full stop yeah like you can't you can't operate with someone blindly uh-huh. um for example, I can't be interacting with you and I be I will be using language that you're not fond of. For example, yeah. I can't be, you know, walking around calling you a bitch and greeting you using the word you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I think I love saying that word too. No, I'm just using it as an example. Like okay. I think when you're interacting with someone, I think firstly it's a personal responsibility to yeah. establish boundaries um when you interact with people that not everyone is gonna understand how you communicate. Mm-hmm. And then as someone who would establish boundaries for other people I think firstly you need to know what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. You can't establish boundaries without knowing those two things. Uh-huh. Um and expect other people to adhere to them or know what you like and don't like uh-huh. um and where the line is if you yourself don't even know that personally. So definitely boundaries are a personal responsibility. Um yeah, and they're not I think the intention of boundaries is not to hurt people and keep them at, at arms length. Uh-huh. But just to maintain respect. Yeah, um, in a relationship. Yeah, I think I don't know. I'm not even sure. Friendship. If, mm, I'm not even sure if I'm explaining it properly. I think I would make a bad, like I made a bad explanation. No, no. But no, definitely, that's how I would, you know, explain it to someone. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, what is imposter syndrome? Oh, I've heard that term before, but I'm not sure if I'm clear on it. Okay. No. I don't want to define it because I'm really not sure on that. If I am to put in a statement, would you give it out? Okay. Read your statement first. Imposter syndrome is the devil. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. You work hard. To, you worked hard to get here. God chose you. So don't talk yourself out of a blessing. You are worthy. I think I have imposter syndrome. I think I defined it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Not knowing or not telling yourself that you deserve certain yeah. things. Yeah. When you're in a room full of people and you're qualified to be there, but mm-hmm. still feeling like you shouldn't be there, yeah, it's definitely an imposter syndrome. Like, yeah, what you said about settling for less, but be above and beyond settling for less, mm-hmm. knowing that you deserve much more. Um, so yeah, I think for I think a lot of people suffer with imposter syndrome. I think that's what imposter syndrome is for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I I, I have it because like most of the things when they happen, I tend to not believe that it's actually happening for me. You understand? I don't, I like, I don't get to a point where I literally just be like, if you be grateful, just live in gratitude for whatever that is happening. I feel like I don't deserve this. You know, it shouldn't be me getting this. You understand? We always feel like things are too good to be true when yeah going, right? we're true. always waiting for the other shoe to drop yeah so i feel like in a world that tries to tell you what you, you should want it is essential to figure out what it is you 
Okay. <laughs> I'll take that advice. Uh, actually, that's uh, Samantha King Holmes who said that. I literally love that line. And there's this other, um, what's this? There's this other passage that she thingy posted recently on Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I feel like you should read it. You should read it. You should read it. Okay. I'll give it a try. So, yeah. Um, Okay, guys, so uh, Z's just going to read a passage for us. Okay, so this is by Samantha Holmes, right? Yeah. Okay, so it goes like this. You You have to pay attention to your diet. I don't mean the food you're consuming. I mean the content you're feeding yourself. What are you feeding your soul? I think it's really easy to get consumed in this world of social media and the comparison game. The problem with that is your own voice gets drowned out and you start telling yourself you want all of these things. Sometimes the desire is displaced. It's not this person's life that you want, but the confidence they have. Oh, true. (laughs) In truth, you don't really know what their life is like because all you're seeing are the portions they decide to share. It's not that you want to be a blogger. Maybe you just want the freedom of making your own schedule and doing something you actually enjoy. I think we get some taken all by I think oh sorry. I think we get some taken in all by these pictures that we don't realize how much time is passing and how much that time could have been used to actually change something in your life for the better. Stop looking around and wishing that your life was different and start asking yourself, what is it actually that you want out of life? What is it? Good question. Oh, this was actually very powerful. If I am to ask you right now what it is that you want out of life, would you be able to answer that? Would you literally see yourself at the end of the tunnel? I think, yes. I have a vision and a visual of what I would like my life to be. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm still struggling to put it into words and articulate that, what exactly it is. And I definitely relate to what Samantha Holmes was saying in this passage. Mm. Because there are so many times of recent that um, I found myself, you know, wanting things that other girls have. I'm wanting to look like them, wanting to do things like them. And, you know, simple things like how they dress, um, mm-hmm. their makeup, knowing very well that I'm not into those things, you know. Yeah. Knowing very well that I'm not brave enough to rock half of the outfits that they wear on social media. Yeah. But um, because that's what, that's all we consume on a daily basis. You think that's how you should look like. Yeah, And that's true. what you think the that's what you think you should look like when you go out you know so definitely can relate to this so if uh i am to ask you okay let me not even say that if i am to ask you what's the things that you want to forgive yourself for oh gosh okay first and foremost um criticizing myself so much Uh critiquing myself to an like unnecessarily and just yeah badgering myself um another thing not thinking that i'm worthy and deserving of you know certain opportunities whether it be a job whether it be um a relationship yeah those two things come to mind first and foremost what else would i like to forgive myself just being so insecure and not appreciating one my body mm-hmm. like the things that my body can do the things that my yeah definitely um just appreciating myself like i've been through a lot and like i i don't realize how much i've overcome how much i'm yet to still overcome Mm -hmm. because of 
my body because of who I am. Yeah. So definitely would like to forgive myself for those things. Um, what would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> what would you? What are the things that come to mind for you that you would like to forgive yourself for? V. <laughs> Okay, I would like to forgive myself for thinking my life was a mistake. Okay. Uh, for being too scared to try. For making the same mistakes more than once. Mm. For shrinking for the comfort acceptance of others. And also, I would just want to say that I would like to remind or rem- yeah, remind myself that I am in control of how I show up in the world. I hope that um, I choose to be big and not shrink for the comfort of others. Like, also give myself permission to take up space and bloom wildly without regret. So, yeah. And also, like, to take care of myself and not let others harm me. And uh, if I can, like, do the higher level work of treating difficult people with compassion like unconditional love can be simultaneously to protect my, myself and shine really that all actually sounds very familiar being scared to try things uh-huh. yeah it resurrected with me um, definitely have been in situations where I was just like not because I don't think I was capable but just I was scared of failing uh-huh. Definitely needs to forgive myself for those things. And yeah. Mm. Have you ever felt like? Have you ever in life like in life ikshayem das? Yeah. When has it not? Right. Like. Oh. I don't think I've ever felt empty, uh-huh. and I'm grateful for that. I think when I feel like I'm low, uh-huh. I feel like there are people and there are places I can go to to re-energize myself to. Yeah, know, to remind myself why I'm doing the things I'm doing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, to remind myself of, you know, where I was in mm-hmm. comparison and relative to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely go home. I think family are the, are the, you know, few people in the world that can remind you of who you are and why mm-hmm. and how did you end up where you are. Yeah, and just being home. And there are certain friends who have been there for, you know, a certain amount of time that have seen you before and seen you through certain things that... Yeah, when I'm low, mm-hmm. I I go to those places. I go to those people. Okay, that's wow. And you? Ah 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 ah. You speak of, <laughs> you speak of feeling empty. So have you? A whole lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently lost. Uh, I recently lost someone who is really close to my heart, and at that moment, I felt empty. I felt like uh, I felt like I should follow them, you understand? Like I felt like I will never like receive the kind of love I received from that person. I will never receive um the genuine like the kindness they showed me. And um I feel like I still feel empty. Because like there are a whole lot of things I haven't achieved for myself, and I'm still planning on achieving. There are still a whole lot of things on my bucket list I haven't ticked. So I would say the cup is full half. Like it's what? It's half full. Half full, half empty. So how do you how do you plan overcoming that feeling? I am planning on overcoming that feeling by letting myself 
feel the pain and allowing myself to learn from it whatever that it is trying to teach me i am willing to 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 take the the lessons with grace like just to like continue with life because there's this saying that says um oh my goodness it says my goodness i can tell you kindness come comes from knowing pain too well no one becomes that soft without breaking a few times so that was said by Bogang Marachelo. So like literally, like when I read that, I felt like this person was talking about me because most of like, I feel like I'm constantly getting hurt. I'm constantly going through the most because I'm kind. I treat life with kindness and um, it doesn't necessarily return the favor. It's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. <laughs> So I would say that um, I feel empty because you've given so much and the, that one person that used to give it back or reciprocate what you used to give is no longer there. Exactly. I get you. So I haven't healed, but I'm distracted, if that makes sense. I think you need to sit still for, you know, a while and figure that out, how to cope with it. And not just cope, but overcome it as well. Yeah. And work through it. Don't, don't dwell in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like I don't know how to say this, but I think that's one of the toughest parts getting out of your own head and uh Yeah, definitely you can drown in your own thoughts for a while. Bruh. <laughs> okay, like like let me just finish the the statement. Like um I think that's the toughest part like getting out of your own head and not worrying about what others are going to think about what you are doing i think uh validation validation has become so engraved uh in our existence that we automatically go straight into trying to create what we think people people people, wow people because I'm looking at you and you're looking for <gasps> No, the audacity. <laughs> but the audacity is on sale this year. So ah, <laughs> and you took two for one, girl. <laughs> yes, uh, I was saying that um, we think people want, uh, we create what we think people want versus what we feel. There is something feeling freeing about just concerning yourself with what naturally spills out of you and not caring whether it's going to be liked there was once an innocence and something therapeutic about just doing what felt good without the concern about whether you match up or not find that place again so for me i just want to find that place again Mm. not feel empty just be myself like be that joyous person that i am Mm. i just want to go back to that place i hope you find that place again so yeah, I'm really hoping the best for you and you start on that sooner rather than later. Ah, oh, guys, unfortunately we've come to an end. Have a beautiful conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have something to say before we close? Um, okay, I guess definitely what I've learned. Um, 
from this conversation is that you know there's no stopping um in terms of self-love it's a it's a, it's a life journey it's a lifelong one mm-hmm. um just always be willing to be to be teachable and to learn mm-hmm. and go about things and come especially discussions and you know conversations with other people who are not or who may not be as like-minded as you with tolerance i think tolerance is a big thing and yeah um learn yourself i mean you can change your mind all the time so establish those boundaries practice that self-care um establish that lifestyle that you you want for yourself to get to a place where you're genuinely happy so yeah that's it for me <laughs> guys thank you so much that was zizi gazi meaning you can get her on instagram are you on facebook just instagram and whatsapp whatsapp (laughs) influencer you're a whatsapp influencer you can leave your numbers girl (laughs) okay you can get her on instagram her handle is (laughs) thank you so much uh i just want to take this moment to really appreciate you for taking your time to come conversate with me about self-love and um if i triggered anything that <laughs> you didn't want to be triggered i'm so sorry forgive me not at all it was a beautiful <laughs> conversation thank you so much uh and it was beautiful having you around hopefully we're gonna be co-hosting again hopefully hopefully i cross my fingers so guys yeah um thank you so much for taking your time guys for listening to zizi and i i love you guys and um thank you for taking your time and if you have any questions questions any further suggestions for topics yes feel free to slide in our dms <laughs> to, and also to contact me via email so my instagram handle is at s e k a N I underscore I I and my email is IPFI dot N D O U dot J O Y at gmail.com. I know that's a long as email. <laughs> Until next time guys, um enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the next hour. Remember to take time to self-care, self-love. And from me, if you know this all, guys, see you next time. Bye. Bye.